So where am I today? Well, the pain is a bit more bearable. I'll tell you, um, having fascia glued to your pelvic floor is quite the bitch to have removed. Let me tell you what. And all of my minutes and hours and time spent at home with my Ashley Black fascia blasters would not have gotten to it as intensely as my fasciologist. So when I say all of this, please realize I am not being petty. I'm really not trying to be, but with this illness, I'm struggling. Like, what am I doing? You know, which direction am I going? What is my purpose for this podcast? Is it worth it? Is it helping anyone? You know, can I help spread the word about fascia and about HEDS and let other people know? And it seems to be especially women, but I, I have had some men message me, but can I at least make it comfortable for somebody to say, you know, my neck just doesn't feel right. It makes these noises when I bend it and I just don't have the strength to hold my head up. And I go, yes, let's just say Debbie in the UK. If Debbie were to ask me this, yes, Debbie in the UK, I can relate. Or if someone says to me, I went swimming and I felt so darn good. I felt my body increasing with energy. And then I went to see my granddaughter in an Easter parade and I felt my body collapsing. I can relate. I don't look at you like you're crazy. I feel you and I understand. And it's so frustrating with every daggone step we turn around with this illness that something else is popping out in front of us. Now I bring up my fasciologist because of this. We, we you know, we heard the interview with Axel, and I realized you can hear my jewelry. I, I have I fidget <laughs> with and I have a ring like on almost every finger. And I I tend to mess with my jewelry. And I, I realized I just kind of listened to an episode so that I can make sure that it recorded because I never listened to myself. That's why this is always a one take wonder. <laughs> wonder if it happened. Because I um I'm used to live radio. And I'm used to just talking. And in real life, you can't rewind. So what I say is what you get. Take it or leave it. So um, I realize you can, you can hear all of this. But after speaking with Axel Boland, and he's got the fascia guide, and they have a podcast. I'm yelling again. I think it's my, my ears are still filling up with wax. Oh, well, I guess fascia. We're going to find out in six months if my wax in my ears has gotten any better if it has anything to do with my fascia but the way I'm yelling perhaps not or maybe it's because I don't have any fascia obstructing my ribs and I'm able to breathe but I haven't quite learned how to breathe deeply yet I don't know all of these things that I learned at birth I'm having to relearn not the talking although my mother well oh I don't want to speak about her but still uh, she did say that once I started talking, I never shut up. And I didn't start that till I was like three. Like they prayed, please let her talk, let her talk. <laughs> and they got what they wanted. Now they might not be so darn happy, but oh well. Thankfully you are here. So 
I'm struggling trying to think, how can I share? What can I do? And with the fascia guide and then the podcast for the fascia guide, but that's in Sweden. It hasn't come to America yet. And then my fasciologist, I think of her as a friend because we have begotten, uh, we have begotten, we have become so close and so intimate. When you stand butt naked in front of somebody going, heal me, you become close and personal. I think a lot of this woman. I really, really do. I talk to people that are going to her. She's make, she makes a good amount of money. It's not cheap to go there. So I know people are spending anywhere between two to a thousand dollars to, you know, set up sessions with her. So she's making her money and rightly so. The woman deserves her daggone chump, uh, not chump change. She deserves her change. It's not chump change. She's making an incredible living, but she has earned it. And I don't take any of that from her. It is because of her that I am able to walk. But it's so frustrating because I spend time talking and it's very kind. I'm, I'm so thrilled that people have said they're an AWOL zebra with me. And, uh, you know, my husband, I say it's a wacky old lady. And my husband says it's a whole other level zebra. So take it forever how you want to. But I'm so grateful that people are kind enough to say, hey, I'm an AWOL zebra. <laughs> That means we're just struggling and we're going on our own paths and we're going to make it somehow, you know, come hell or high water, we're going to make it. But I don't get a dime for talking to individuals and explain to them about their appointment. For anybody that I referred to her, I don't get any money. And that's, that's fine. Anybody that I've introduced to the fascia guide for Axel Bullen, I'm not going to get any money out of that. That's fine. But it's just frustrating, and it's just like another layer of this illness, just like fascia is another layer. But she's going to be starting a podcast in May. And, and in a way, and, and, I, and, I, and I want to say this to her, and I, I, I will be able to say this to her. It's just not the point. It's not the time. There's no reason to. But it's kind of an insult to me when this is the reason why I'm doing a podcast. It's not because I like to hear myself talk. Well, in a sense, I guess I do. As a disc jockey, that's <laughs> very, we do. We, I mean, you do. You want to hear yourself on the radio? So you're darn right. You like to hear yourself talk. But there's a methodology to it. It's not just talking. I have interviewed so many people. And you'd be surprised when you're, when you're interviewing somebody and they're on live radio and you're looking at them Seven seconds is a very long time when you have absolutely nothing to say. So I pride myself on being able to speak because that's all I ever wanted to do was to be on the radio. And now she's going to be starting a podcast. So I started this because I lost my ability to talk and I want to be able to share it with you and I really don't write very well, and I really don't speak very well, but I did get paid to do it. Might be something to me, I don't know, but I want to share with you my experiences. And now she's got a podcast coming up. What am I going to do? What's the point in having me? So I kind of feel like, well, damn, I don't get a referral fee. I don't get any acknowledgement for sending anybody to you, and I'm paying every damn week but I need it. And she's an incredible woman. But now she's stepping into my territory. 
And I, you know, and now I know I, I'm an affiliate. I sell tools and she sells tools in her establishment. So I feel like, you know, now that's a competition thing. And there is no competition. There should be enough uh, lanes in this, this fascial world for all of us. But it's just frustrating because I have gone down a path not making any money. And it's very frustrating. But thanks to y'all, and I'm greatly appreciative. I told you I would never charge you. I started making money with Spotify. Now, I think I've made 80 cents. Well, I haven't made it yet. There was a thing saying pending 80 cents. It was 14 that it jumped up to 80. <laughs> so I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled as punch because I'm trying to make sense of this illness as to why do I have it? Why do you have it? You know, I was living large. Why did you give this to me? You know, I was living the, the, had the job of my dreams, was doing everything I wanted to do. And then boom, put me in a brick wall, boom. <laughs> and now my fasciologist who's making money hand over fist, rightly so, is now going to come into my area. Why do you need me now? <laughs> I just started making money. I've got 80 cents on the horizons. And Spotify, what they did was they said, once you get 50 listeners, you qualify to make money. So I did that. And then they said, oh, we changed it to 100 listeners. And then, oh, by the way, they all have to be, I'm yelling. Oh, by the way, they all have to be on Spotify. I don't have that microphone in front of me. And I'm telling you, when you are in a studio and you have a microphone right there in front of your lips, it is better than sex. It truly is. It is better than sex just to have the headphones on and to have your mouth inches away from a microphone. And that is your tool that, oh gosh, it's getting me excited just thinking about it. But that's all I ever, oh damn, that did feel good. That's, that's all I ever wanted to do. So being in a control room, hence the word control room. Yes, disc jockeys. <laughs> Yes, we must love to hear our own voices. To be able to have that power. And I'll tell you one thing we used to do was you would pot the music down. So turning the music down and then you would know that somebody's listening to the radio and you're turning the music all the way down and that person's getting up to change their volume. And just as you know they're getting to it, you pot it right back up. It's because you've got all the control. You've got all the power. And that's egomaniacal, but the guy that taught me that was definitely, he was the best person in the business to ever learn this from. That's why I was so blasted mad when it was taken away from me. That's why this podcast is so important to me. So I reached all the limits for Spotify, and then they changed the rules on me. And now they came back and said, congratulations, you've met all the the, the ground rules, you know, for us, so for you can start making money. But then guess what? It all has to be on Spotify now. <laughs> so, or, or no, no, no. Now it is anywhere that my podcast is heard, not on Spotify, I can make money. Whereas before, everybody had to be on Spotify. So I tried to send everybody to Spotify, and now the rules are changing. So I really don't know anymore. But I do have 80 cents pending on the horizons, and that was my goal. So I started December 22nd of 2022, and it is March, what, 29th, 30th, or whatever, 2023. <laughs> and I have put in... 
I don't know, 113 episodes, and boom, 80 cents is on my horizons. And I'm grateful for that. I joke and I kid, but I'm grateful because I never thought I'd make money from my voice again. So I'm very thankful. Am I a little petty or pissy because my fashionologist is probably going to start a podcast and right off the bat, you know, I'm like, you know, she could sponsor mine, you know, I talk about her enough, but anytime I ask her about money, it seems to put like a wedge between us and I need her. I need her desperately. So, you know, she was told me when I upset her with something that I wrote one time. And when I went back and read it, I understood how it was taken the wrong way. It's because when I write, I write as I talk and I can't write fast enough. So words were, were left out. So it didn't look right. It, it made it look like I was upset because she was going on vacations and doing things while I was spending money with her and my other modality person, my mat person. And, and that wasn't it. It was the fact that it wasn't covered by insurance. But because I don't have the ability to write very well and to get my words onto paper very well, it came across wrong. So I apologized to her profusely. And 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 I I'm grateful that she could tell me that that upset her. But in the same token, I can't really explain to her that I feel insulted that you're going to do a podcast because I got paid to do that for a living. Why can't you share your information on my podcast? You know, why? rather than start your own, you're already making money doing something I can't do. But actually, you know, I can, kind of. I mean, I've had it done on me enough. Not saying I can do what she does, but dadgummit, I, I mean, I can go in there and tell her it's here, it's there, and she starts working on it because she understands the fascial lines, and it's incredible. But there are people out there doing what she's doing, but she has a, like a little twist on it, and it's incredible. So, no, I couldn't really do what she's doing, but I could give it a the old college try. <laughs> but, but I kid, I kid. It's just the fact that this illness puts so many walls up in front of us. So when you've got the Axel Bolins who is doing the fascia guide, but he has his family business. They've done Atlas Balance and they're making money and they're making money on research and their podcast is paid for and this, that and the other. And, you know, for people to think it's just super easy to do a podcast. Well, it really is. It really is. But to have somebody to keep coming back every time isn't that easy and and I'm not saying I've got a gift no she's got an incredible gift for for healing the body and I like to think that I have a gift for jabbing I don't know but I like to share what it is I feel and that's she doesn't feel that she's been a patient She's got her own angle, and I think that's great. I just feel like, gum! just as I start making my 80 cents, boom, somebody else is going to come out and do another podcast, and, and she's my friend, my close friend, <laughs> and I want to say something, but gum! she's going to work on me, and you don't want somebody working on you that's upset with you. <laughs> so it's just it's just frustrating because you don't know when... Your body's going to give out. 
you don't know with this illness from day to day what's to be expected. Before I did this, I was ratchet John. That's what we used to say back when we were on the CB because everybody had to have a CB when I was growing up. Oh gosh, the stories I could tell you. My mother meeting men on the CB. That's a whole nother episode. I mean, what? I mean, really? When it's a, when you meet the person on the other end, sometimes it's not worth it. But my mother thought, you know, hey, talk to the men on the radio and go see them. And we had to drive to a Krispy Kreme while she met some guy that I was speaking with on the CB. And well, neither here nor there. A story for another day. But this illness just has no rule book there's no handbook there's no rhyme or reason and it's frustrating and just when we think we've got the bull by the horns daggone if something just doesn't knock us down so i switched pharmacies because of the shortage of my last prescription and i called them to make sure everything was good well i got i got uh police chief deborah on the other end, we are monitored by the state and we can't do this and your prescription isn't due until such and such a time. And I went, that's fine. I said, I just wanted to check to make sure that you, for one, had my prescription because, you know, when I started the conversation with her, she didn't have, she had the medication, but she didn't have my prescription. <laughs> by the time we were done, oh yeah, my prescription was on hold. But I couldn't find out from her if it had a do not fill date on it. But she's like, well, it doesn't matter what that, that says. We we are by law. So you got it on the 8th and you can't get it till the 7th. You got it at 447 on March 8th. And I'm like, well, okay. So according to my records, 447 or 448, April 6th is the new day. If you're going to get down to the 24-hour mark. Because trust me, I can count too, Police Chief Deborah. But I can't fill it till the 7th, blah, blah, blah. Yes, you can fill it April 6th at 448. According to your simple math is the way she said it. I don't like to be spoken down to. So this whole episode is pretty much what peeves Christy off. <laughs> it's just the fact of the matter is this is what we are all dealing with. You have to fight. To get your prescription, you have to fight with the doctors. You have to fight with the people that you work for to explain why you can't come in. You're apologizing to your spouse because you just don't feel like doing the deed. You're apologizing to your kid because you just can't make the event. And then you start trying to make a little bit of money doing something from your boudoir that anybody else could be doing. Because thanks to my Spotify ad that I make money from, I have to say that. <laughs> Which, hey, <laughs> I'm grateful. Please start your own podcast. There are, <laughs> it's that's how I've made my eighty cents. I have to do that commercial. But I honestly would like to think that I've got a a little niche. Maybe, maybe I have something to offer that somebody else doesn't. So that when my fashionologist starts her podcast in May, and when. Axel Bolin comes to a podcast in English someday that you'll still have room for me in your hearts <laughs> because this is my dream <laughs> is is to share my voice that's all it's ever been 
And so this is the closest I can get back to it, is this podcast. And it's frustrating when you're dealing with this illness and then with fascia because it's just like life. I have been dealing with pain on my left side to only find out that my right side is nagging and it's knocking at the door. The fascia pain is knocking and I can feel it. And now my left arm, again, is going back to being weak. And I'm trying to figure out where the pain is coming from. Sadly, there's more in my nose. I know there's more on my left nostril. But it's got to come out because it's it's just, it's got to. It's very frustrating. But my fascia has been worked on deeply for the past couple of weeks. And it needs to heal. And it could take six to eight weeks for your fascia to heal. And so when I go back next week, I don't plan on really maybe working on the pelvic floor, but there are other parts that need to be tended to because I can feel it. It is aggravating, just like in life, how things are pulling you from here and there and everywhere, you know, just as you think you're going down the right road. It's just like, why in the world did God make rollerblades? Because I can roller skate, but you put me on rollerblades and every wheel is one right behind the other. When I hit that rock in the road with that first wheel, that second wheel is going to hit it, that third wheel, and then that fourth wheel. On roller skates, I might hit that rock on that one wheel and I could quickly navigate before that back wheel was to hit that that rock in the road, right? Well, life to me is like being on a pair of friggin' rollerblades. You are going down a path, and every time you think you've got this illness figured out, somebody throws rock in it, and there goes wheel one, two, three, and four. And that's what's happening. That's what's happening in life. So just as I get rid of one fascial adhesion, boom. Another one isn't made, it's just that old one rears its ugly head and starts coming up. And of course, we were told, you know, by Axel, you know, pretty much what you, you know, you you are what you eat. Well, today, I've had some water and I'm sipping on a Coca-Cola. So I guess I'm, (laughs) yeah, I, I don't have an appetite. I don't feel like really wanting to eat the effort to chew is just that, an effort. I have things to do. I have bills to pay. I'm trying to make sure everything's stayed on. And then I'm worried because I can't go out and get a job. My husband is my sole support. He takes care of this family. And I know there are individuals out there in a house full of people and their way of money has been put off from this illness or just in life you know things change maybe your husband's lost his job and you're a homemaker and you know you don't get paid for what you do but when you're out of work the laundry isn't done maybe the brushes aren't looking as clean as they are that you run through your hair and the tub drain isn't done but no financial loss is usually felt. But when the breadwinner is out there making the money that 
keeps it so you have the tub drain to clean and have clothes to wash, that starts to wear at your heart. And that wears at your fascia. And it makes it even more difficult to navigate this illness. So for me, my fasciologist wanting to start a podcast, the pharmacist being a, a sergeant on my medication and being quite rude about it. I'm not asking to break a law. I was just asking to explain it to me, but she was wrong and she was insulting at the same time. These are all just little rocks in the way of my rollerblades. You too have rocks in the way of your rollerblades and you will find a way to heal and make it better. I know I've been all over the place in today's little episode. It was kind of, you know, I'm I'm still, you know, healing from the pelvic floor releases. But man, they were necessary. They were so deep. And they were so necessary. And I wanted to share that with you. And then I'm just a little aggravated, I guess, because... You know, there are people that have found a way to make money with things that affect our illness. And we're the ones that are living in pain. When do we get to make money off of our illness? Like I said, I wish, I have no ill will. My, I, I tell you, my fasciologist Like I said, I consider her a very dear friend. And I sadly, you know, maybe she'll listen to this because I want to tell her, you know, how I feel. But I feel like I'm in a catch-22. I so desperately need her. But I just... I mean, I couldn't be here without her. I really, really couldn't. And I'm so grateful for that. And I feel guilty, you know, saying, hey, you know, I've led some people to you that never would have known about you if I hadn't have mentioned it. Would you mind throwing me $10? You know? And, and, And I'm not doing it for the money, so I guess that makes me sound petty. And I don't mean it to be. And maybe it's just because I'm stuck in bed and I'm trying to think, oh, my lands, I've got to pick up my son in a few minutes and I need to put on a smiling face and I've got a curbside pickup and then I'm trying so hard to figure out where the next fascial adhesion is in my body that needs to be released. And then I've got to manage the pain And then I'm afraid that the one thing that I've been working on, and it's this podcast, I could lose it because nobody shows back up for the next episode, you know? And so if you can like me on Spotify, if you can relate to me, if it's not going to inconvenience you to spread the word about me, please do. Even if it's a can listen to this wacky bitch on the on the air, 
<laughs> whatever you call on the podcast. Whatever you got to say. I'd greatly appreciate it. And as I said, I, I'm, I, I could never charge you. Why would I? You know, I'm grateful that you come back to listen. And as I've been doing this, I can tell I've got fascial adhesions. I know there's something, something going on in my jaw. God forbid if I can't talk, right? <laughs> but there's something in my jaw that is making my neck pull forward. And I can feel it kind of in the TMJ area and the tipomandibular joint area. And I can feel it on the bottom half of my jaw. And I know that there's some fascial adhesions there. And I can't wait until my next appointment because I need to focus on these areas. I'll work on it some myself. But it's once you've, you know, I, I will. I'll call her 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 sessions greatness because they are. It's incredible what is being done to my body that the doctors ignored. It's incredible to me that we have the power within ourselves to heal. So maybe you don't have a fasciologist near you. Maybe you don't have somebody to work on your fascia. You know, just anybody. I mean, the melt method, I'm sorry. I I just can't, I, I, I can't quite relate to it. My fascia is like too far gone for the melt method at the moment. Perhaps it will work for me one day. But if you are tightly bound with fascia, as I have been, there is no melt method in the world that is going to get through those layers of fascia, sweetheart. Trust me. I mean, I was. I was 45 minutes in and went, when do we start? <laughs> because it's not happening. You know, just sitting there and sitting on a foam roller as my body stretched didn't really do anything. It, it just didn't. Just like all the exercises in the world weren't going to help me. Not until I released those fascial adhesions. But you can work on them yourself. Like, um, I've been kind of working on my left arm the whole time I've been talking to you with the fascia blaster. Uh, and that's why so many people are like, oh, I, you know, I can't do it and, and, and function. I can't do it. I've been talking to you while I've been doing it, trying to work on it. Just quick blast, little fascia, fasc, fasc, can I say it? Fascia blast. Quick little fast blast. So we'll call them fascia blasts, I guess, to my underarm area because I think there's some residual adhesions. And that's where the professional comes in. And even Axel Bolin said it. If you can't work on your fascia yourself, and if you don't have a loved one to work on your fascia for you, then get a professional because they're being paid. They're going to do the daggone job and get it done. Now, I have had my money taken by individuals that were doing the Reiki thing and, and all of that stuff. And they were going, ooh. That was so good for me, I, and I'm like, I'm still waiting for the, the effects. I don't like being uh, hornswoggled or being taken advantage of. You know, I'm a, I'll give you my money in fairness. Just give me, give me the services requested, you know. And that's where we are with this illness is trying to find what works for us. So I'm hoping for you, maybe working on your fascia, 
is is going to be the answer for you. I'm really learning that I didn't give myself enough time to rest after my Tuesday session. So it really took a lot out of me. I should have listened to my body more. But I was. The part of my body that wanted relations with my husband, I listened to that part. I didn't listen to the part that said, rest, Christy, rest. But I am making up for it now, paying for it now. And that's when life becomes overwhelming. And every day we're fighting this illness. And every day we're fighting which direction to go. So I guess I'll just stop there. I, I You can tell I had nobody come visit me for a year while I was in bed. Perhaps now we are starting to see why. But it's just so nice to have an outlet. And this is my outlet. And I hope in some way, shape, or form I have helped you. And, and if anything, just to let you know, I get it. Collapsing. I get it. Pain from just standing. I get it. You look to the left. Paint. Got it. I can relate. And I'm here to try to get the word out so no one else has to suffer and go through what we have been going through. Our children. I'll be daggone darned if my son is going to have to live the way I did in the pain and being ridiculed, and being made to feel like it was all in my head. That is one of the other many reasons for this podcast. And thank you for sharing this trip with me. Because, you know, I wouldn't be on my way. I got 80 cents pending. (laughs) I am really so happy. I'm not laughing because I'm like, ooh, 80 cents. No, I'm, I'm sincerely happy. Because I'm doing this with my phone from my heart and I'm being paid for something that is all I ever wanted to do and was taken away from me. That's why I guess I'm worried because when my fashionologist comes on her podcast, who's going to want to listen to me? (laughs) This means the world to me. And, you know, 80 cents is 80 cents. I mean, it used to could buy you a lot. I don't know. You know, I don't even know. Is there penny candy anymore? I don't know. But this podcast just, it means a lot to me. And I can't believe I brought myself to tears. (laughs) This illness takes so much away from us. It takes away our belief in ourselves, I feel. Because when doctors are doubting you, when the people around you are doubting you, you start to doubt yourself. And once you lose belief in yourself what else I mean what else is there you know when you're questioning yourself you know that pain's there you know 
It's just because pain. It's not because you actually did anything to it. But you can't get a doctor to understand. It just hurts because I woke up. Every doctor looks at you like you're a fool. Well, I'm hoping with this podcast that we can spread the word. And I understand what it's like to scrimp for money. Right now, if you could see, I've got, it's, it's driving me nuts. But I have, I have to get every last bit of toothpaste out of a toothpaste tube. And I have to get every last bit out of a lotion bottle, shampoo bottle. So the lotion, you know, we use a pump now around the house. We're fancy now. So we don't have to touch the bottle. You know, we have like the soap dispensers you put your hand under and now the soap comes out. So, you know, God forbid you got a pump. But yeah, so I've got this the lotion bottles that you pump. Well, once they get to a certain level in the bottle, they don't pump anymore. So nobody else in my household wants to dig to the bottom layer. <laughs> life is, is layers. What life is like a box of chocolates. Was that was that was oh what was that? Uh y'all right to tell me, right? The 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 forest, forest gump, forest gump, that's it. Shrimp. Bubba shrimp, right? Okay, so but you got your layers of fascia, you got your layers in life, you got your layers in a lotion bottle. So I flip the lotion over and man, there's a lot more lotion in it. But you have to unscrew the top and then reach in there and get or let the lotion like glop out. And so I don't really know how much money I'm saving, but I refuse to let this bottle go until it's a little bit more empty. So I go through a lot to have to to get every last drop of a product i'm cheap but i also know what it's like to have nothing and so that 80 cents means an awful lot and holding this little thing of lotion trying to think i don't know if i'm talented enough to unscrew this and get lotion out while i'm chatting with you without making a teetotal mess of everything so i guess now i'll hang up (laughs) whatever you do, I'll end it. My left butt cheek is aching with a vengeance. And I really, it's from my sit bone. And I really was thinking it wasn't a fascia thing. I don't really know what it is, but it's aching. And let's see, I've been all over the place talking about life and, and rollerblades. And when you hit that rock, I mean, seriously, go back to roller skates. It's a lot easier to navigate. And then, and and so I've got to figure out life in a roller skate fashion as opposed to stepping up to the fancy roller blades. So, and this whole time I've been feeling okay, the weakness in my body because as you start releasing these adhesions and your body starts going back to health, you don't know what in the heck you're feeling because dadgum it, I don't know what it feels like to have a healthy, pain-free body. And I'm starting to get it. And it's freaking me out. Because I have no idea how to manage. And I'm like putting myself in bubble wrap when I walk down the hall going, nobody hit me, nobody bumped me. Because God forbid, you know, I hit the speed bump in life again. Because my body just isn't equipped for for, uh, collision. It's just not. So I appreciate you sharing this time with me. Perhaps you were able to exercise or 
Kegel or clean something while you were listening to me. I've spent, you know, the past few minutes just talking and chatting and I can't do much. So I have no rights to complain about what I haven't got my bills paid. I haven't done this because I could have done all that in the 40 minutes that I've shared with you. But you know what? The 40 minutes that I shared with you was a happy 40 minutes. And I'm grateful if you stuck around and you listened. And I'm thankful if you will take the opportunity to join me again tomorrow. And if you can shoot me a message, uh, anything, just to let me know you're listening, that'd be great. And if you just want to tell me something odd that nobody else will understand, I'd love to hear it. Thank you so much. I sincerely appreciate you being here. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. I want you to be an AWOL Zebra too. Thank you so much for listening. I really sincerely appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have a lovely day.